Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Introducing the new You Can Be Happy training course, presented by New York Times bestselling author and podcast host, Christine Carlson of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series. Based on the early work of Dr. Richard Carlson, this digital course is designed to help people lead better, happier lives. In this five-module video course, you'll learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. Get ready to improve your life in all ways, from your career, at home, to your health and well-being, and in all of your relationships. Based on the legacy work of Christine's late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson, that has helped millions of people all over the world lead happier, more fulfilling lives, this course will help you stress less and enjoy more. If that sounds good to you, head to our website at happinesstrainingcourses.com for exclusive access to our launch dates and more information. Hi, welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin our last uh, episode on the Brain Power series, let's go ahead and take a golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. And if you're seated on the floor, sit Indian style and lean back against something. Bring your neck upright so your head is in alignment with your spine and your shoulders back. And place your palms open on your lap. And of course, if you're driving or doing another activity, just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get mindfully in your breath and in your body and super present, super engaged. So let's begin. Go ahead and take a deep breath in, breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of that breath. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go and relax, feeling yourself calm down with every breath you take. As you breathe in, breathe in golden sunlight, filling your heart, your lungs, your whole body, every cell of your being, from the top of your head to the tips of your fingers and toes with pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, just relax and let go. And this time as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, filling your whole body with pure golden sunlight, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and just spend a moment thinking of one thing that you feel grateful for. Just one could be this breath, right here, right now. And as you breathe in that golden sunlight and that gratitude, feeling your whole core, your body, your head, your legs, every part of you with golden gratitude, exhale and sink a little bit deeper. 
Placing your palms back down, open on your lap, breathing in one last breath. Pure golden gratitude, filling yourself, your whole heart with gratitude and joy. Go ahead and exhale and open your eyes. So I hope that you've really enjoyed this Brain Power series. I truly learned so much by all of my um, interviews with Zoe and Daniel Amina and um, going into the Amen Clinic for my brain scans. Uh, really, really, I learned so much. It's, it's a fascinating thing when we start to uncover what the health of our brain means to our lives. And again, just to repeat what's been in the series, you know, when we think of our brain as an organ, like our kidneys, our heart, our lungs, one of the vital organs that we need to take care of, then it behooves us to do the things that matter to our brain health, doesn't it? To make some small shifts and changes. Now, I admit that health in and of itself, when you start dissecting it and you start to realize that it is an overwhelming prospect sometimes to address what it means to have optimal health. But I think if you focus on a few small changes at a time, like I do, this is how I tackle my own health, is I don't try to do it all at once. I try to look at Tweaking. I like the word tweak because it means that you're just sort of um, plucking one part of your, you know, health. You're just tweaking one part at a time. So um, I have been reading um, a book from Danielle Amen called Unleash the Power of the Female Brain, Supercharging yours for better health, energy, mood, focus, and sex. When I was interestingly in the doctor's office recently um, for a treatment, uh, I actually, this is kind of a cool treatment. It's um, called Mona Lisa and it's for women. Um, it's, it's a vaginal rejuvenation treatment and and it's uh, really good for the tissue, just very healthy. I was in there talking to my doctor about this treatment, and um, she said, I was telling her about the Brain Power Series and, and what I was learning, and she said, yeah, did you know that your brain is your largest sexual organ as for women, that your brain is actually really the biggest sexual organ that you have? And that's for a lot of reasons. Um, Mostly what I learned in this book by Dr. Daniel um, Amen is that um, our hormones really are affecting our energy level. Our hormones are really affecting everything in our brain. And that, in fact, that, of course, impacts um our health, our energy, our mood, our focus, and our sex drive. So one of the things um, I thought that was really interesting as I wanted to talk about today was 
perimenopause and menopause, because these are the times in our lives where we are definitely in question about our hormones and what's happening with our hormones. And I just wanted to say, you know, I'm not a doctor, so please don't take any recommendation that I give you as something you should do. You should always go to your doctor with any ideas that you have about your health and get your blood work done. Do There's other ways to ch- test hormones that are much more effective too. Saliva testing is really effective because um, you do it several times a day. What happens with our hormones is blood work is not always that effective because our hormones are constantly changing. So like, let's say um, when you go in for your blood work early in the morning and you've fasted and you've been asleep, well, sometimes, you know, it just depends, but sometimes your hormones could be really, really low. And that would only reflect at that time of day what your hormones are doing. So, but that's kind of what our um, doctors go by is they, they take a look at our blood and they're looking for how much progesterone is present, how much estrogen is present, how much testosterone is present. Those are the big three. But of course, all of those have to do with the larger hormones on top, which is really um, cholesterol and pregnenolone. And there's this wonderful chart actually in this book um, that shows how all of the hormones are connected and which ones really impact your brain function. It's a really cool chart. Um, This is just a fantastic book as far as um, one of the best I've read on uh, teaching you about the, what the hormone levels do. It like says that um, perimenopause can be a difficult time because of the low levels of estrogen um, and also the estrogen cycles. So you know, we hear a lot about hot flashes, for example, in menopause. And my understanding of hot flashes are that your estrogen is um, surging or depleting or going down. So it's going up or going down when you have a hot flash or a night sweat. So it's the, it's the change in hormone levels that your body's experiencing this inner heat boy, if you've never had a hot flash, they're pretty powerful. Like they really hit you like a best description I've ever heard is it's like a firecracker that you feel burning on the inside of you. So the heat is really coming from the inside out versus like when you're sweating from a workout or something, or you're in the hot sun and you're sweating because the heat is hitting your skin. This feels very, very different. So um, the seesaw effect of going from estrogen dominance to estrogen withdrawal becomes more pronounced in perimenopause. And um, it really can be very difficult, a very difficult time. That's why um, I actually chose the route for myself of doing bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Now, interestingly, I've been doing this for um, many years. So I went into my doctor recently for um, my annual checkup. And 
she looked at me and she said, wow, you know, I, I don't understand how vibrant, how you live so vibrantly and you, you, you know, you look vibrant, you look very healthy, but Chris, you know, your hormones are very, very low. And, you know, I, at the time it was kind of prior to, um, what I would say is a, a more stressful time in my business, which has been this last month. Um, I have had a lot of launches and, you know, there's just a, there's just 10,000 details, um, to take a look at and deal with when you're doing any kind of launch. And so it is a little bit more stressful. Now, usually I don't feel that, um, I don't feel the effects of stress that much. I mean, I, I don't, I sort of do my work and I get it done and I work out and I kind of stay on my routine, but this time was different. And I'm wondering, I'm pretty sure it's because my hormones are lower. So I don't have that protection that hormones give us to stress. And so my body's been feeling it more. I've had to uh, work a little harder to calm myself down, to just rid myself of what feels kind of toxic, um, too much cortisol running through my system. We need some cortisol. Cortisol um, is that get up and go hormone. It, it, it uh, helps us get up in the morning. It helps us get stuff done. But when we get too much cortisol from stress, um, we need to um, find ways to eliminate cortisol from our bodies. And of course, exercise and movement is really the best way. Breathing, deep breathing, meditation, exercise, movement, all of these things help to eliminate cortisol from your body so that your organs are not damaged by too much cortisol. It's not good for us. So back to hormones. So she says to me, you're not showing very much of anything. Like, so everything was low. So I hadn't been experiencing, you know, anything major from that. You know, I, I wasn't having, you know, anything major from that. I was feeling pretty normal, pretty good. But, um, we decided to go from the compounded cream bioidenticals to the oral bioidenticals. Cause she thought maybe that my body wasn't, um, absorbing the creams as much. So now I'm on the, um, oral, um, I'm taking them by mouth, the, uh, bioidenticals and we'll see how that goes. Um, so I just started, so I can't really give you a report on that, but I find that, um, this whole section on, um, hormones in this book by Dr. Amen is just fascinating. And there's a, they call it a hormonal cascade. So cholesterol is at the top. Then there's this one called pregnenolone. They call those the mother hormones. So when, so let's say, um, when we're under stress and this has always been the case from the time we started our periods to the time our period ended when we're under stress, um, we deplete our hormones. So, um, the first hormone in the series is cholesterol. And we've all heard a lot of bad things about cholesterol, but the fact is it really isn't the enemy. And when it's too high, um, cholesterol is associated with heart disease. 
Um, but when it's too low, it can be associated with homicide, suicide, and severe depression. So you need cholesterol in your brain and your body, and about 60% of the solid weight of your brain is fat. Isn't that something? 60% of the three pounds, which your brain weighs three pounds, is like a butter fat. Your brain and your body need healthy cholesterol levels to function optimally. So then from cholesterol, your body then next makes the mother hormone called pregnenolone, from which a host of other hormones are derived. So your doctor can influence your hormonal balance at any point in the tree, depending on your individual needs. For example, if you take pregnenolone, your body can choose on its own which hormones are deficient and will make what it needs. So pregnenolone, if you're feeling like your hormones are off balance, is a really good one to take. Right now, I've added something um, to my regime, my vitamin regime. I have added pregnenolone and DHEA. Now, DHEA is another one that is really, really good for helping to regulate testosterone and regulate progesterone. So these are um, approaches that you can do very naturally, very much um, without risk. However, you know, if you do carry any kind of, if you've had breast cancer or you carry any kind of breast cancer gene you are going to want to check with your doctor about doing any of this and probably not going to want to mess with any of this. So, um, but this is for women who are not, um, having any concern about breast cancer, who are, um, not having any health issues regarding their hormones, but are rather just really trying to balance everything out. It's good for our body to keep some hormones in our body. It's good for our bones. It's good for our skin. Um, so some of the, some of the, um, associated, um, symptoms, you know, um, with menopause are and decreased hormone levels are, um, your skin becomes less elastic. You have low energy. Um, you can't burn fat as much um, for weight loss. Your sleep um, is disturbed. Um, you have higher emotions like higher mood swings, depression, nervousness, irritability, and anxiousness. You have a lower libido, um, and you can have more incontinence. So. There are um, so many ways that you can use um, natural methods, though, to um, help all of these things. And for certain, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy can help reduce and eliminate hot flashes, decrease vaginal dryness, improve skin elasticity, improve energy and blood flow, accelerate fat burning for improved weight loss, reduce sleep disturbances, reduce emotional disturbances, reduce breast problems, improve libido and sex drive, and improve mental acuity and reduce incontinence. So there's a lot of reasons to look into bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. 
All right. So the thyroid I want to just talk about for a moment is also really, really a prominent, um, a prominent hormone that we need in order to, um, keep our brain mentally clear. So some of the symptoms of low thyroid are feeling cold when others are hot, weight gain, constipation, fatigue, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, dry thinning or losing hair, especially the eyebrows. Over the last third of your eyebrows are missing. Dry skin, dry eyes, thin cracking or peeling nails, menstrual irregularities, endometriosis, infertility, recurrent miscarriages, birth defects, and difficult menopause. Now, I have had a low thyroid in the past, and I take a thyroid medication, and it has really helped a lot of these things, although I do deal with dry eyes, um, I've had weight gain, and um, my eyebrows have definitely thinned. So these are all symptoms that you might need to go into your doctor and um, especially like the sleep stuff too. Like I notice, if you don't, if your thyroid is out of whack, you're probably not sleeping very well. And if you're feeling a lot of brain fog, your thyroid is probably off too. So this is another thing to go in and talk to your doctor about and find out if you have any of these symptoms, go in and ask your doctor to check your blood, um, do just a regular checkup and, um, and, and, you know, all of these things can be corrected through the right, um, through the right treatments. So, so these, let's see, let's think about what else does he say about, um, brain health for women. So he talks about caffeine and sugar, like really managing those things. Um, managing your blood sugar is critical to looking and feeling young. So studies have shown that um, insulin resistance is a predictor of many age-related diseases. So once insulin is elevated, it can reduce the production of DHEA, um, which is needed to build sex hormones. And when insulin stimulates belly fat production, the fat accumulation can alter hormone function. So insulin is what your body produces when you um, take in sugar. So it produces insulin. So when you eat a high carb diet or you like, let's say you have a glass of orange juice, which I never do anymore. Juice is probably the single largest way you can have that insulin um, shoot up. Probably wine does that too to us. So it, it gives, it elevates our insulin as soon as we put it in our body and it, and that's kind of why it feels good. So that's why we crave sugar and crave wine and crave these things that are um, not really that great for our brains is because we want that insulin boost. We're feeling low and we want that insulin boost and that we get from it. So what we need to try to do, according to this, is keep our blood sugar more stable in our body so that we don't get those insulin boosts, so we don't get the insulin crashes, so that our body isn't over producing insulin and then storing all of our sugars, both the good sugars that come from fruit and um, the sugars that come from starches, the sugar that come from carbs, and our body isn't storing that sugar. Oh, and from milk too. That's the other thing I learned, you know, milk products, 
um, are red in your body can, can take those products and turn them into sugar. So lots of things that we eat can turn into sugar and then our, our body stores that as fat. And so then it becomes, we become insulin and leptin resistant, which means we become more susceptible to obesity, more susceptible to storing fat. So we have to kind of play some tricks on our metabolism when it comes to being insulin resistant. And you definitely, definitely, as an aging adult female who's in perimenopause and menopause, we want to curb our sugar intake. We want to limit our wine um, to a few glasses a week. I mean, that's not very much. I mean, seriously, I go through these times where I'm extremely social and it's just so fun to sit down with your girlfriends or sit down on a date and have a glass of wine. Then you have two. This is when we start to get into a little trouble and these habits of, you know, overdoing it. And, you know, I'm like everyone else, you know, I, I do my best to be moderate, but sometimes I just feel like I'm overdoing when I feel like that. I just, I'm a, I'm a really good cleanser. Like I just eliminate things. I just go, okay, I've had enough. I need to do a week to three week complete cleanse. I'm going to take all sugar out of my diet for three weeks. And that usually works really well for me. Um, it creates this balance and then I'm, I'm not craving. I get rid of a lot of my cravings and, um, my insulin regulates itself. It starts to stabilize. I lose a few pounds. Now I, I'm the first to tell you that in menopause, I've gained probably about 20 pounds, but on all honesty, I was definitely very thin when I was younger and didn't think of myself as very thin, which is interesting. Now I look back, of course, at pictures and you've probably had that experience too, where you go, wow, really? I really thought I was fat then. (laughs) That's when you know, you've always had a body image issue. Now I'm learning to appreciate my curves, see my curves as feminine and, you know, do what I can to just stay in shape and be healthy and strong. I have a different outlook about my body now. I, I'm not going to wear mini skirts. So, you know, I mean, I don't have to have these, um, amazing thin legs anymore or whatever that I always thought my legs were too big. You know, I'm not going to wear mini skirts. I'm not, I, you know, mostly I run around in my yoga pants. I, I, you know, um, wear my exercise clothes almost every day because, you know, that's what feels comfortable and you might find that too. And then, you know, I, I just have shifted my body image to being a lot healthier. Um, and I, and I, I shift the focus from being thin to being fit. And that's my goal now is I want to be fit. I want to have strong bones and these are the things that will help me have optimal health. So this book, Unleash the Power of the Female Brain, is a great book to read about feminine brain health, but you're going to learn so much more about what's healthy for your body because, of course, our brains regulate all of these things. As an organ, our brain regulates all of our hormones, all of them, so we need to take extra care, whether you're male or female, you know, Let's just talk about men for a moment. 
Men from stress get the same result as women. Their hormones change and shift. Men can have estrogen, more estrogen dominance as they get older and less testosterone. So men also need to take bioidentical hormones to help correct their hormonal issues. So, you know, and it's funny because um, as we get older, as women, our testosterone rises and our estrogen lowers. As men get older, their estrogen rises and their testosterone lowers. So your, your man has a harder time, you know, with that change too. He can have a very hard time with that change. So um, just something to be aware of. This isn't just a women's issue. However, on this podcast today, we've been talking about how to unleash the power and ignite the female brain. So um, talking about brain fog um, is really interesting. Fog brain or brain fog, whatever you want to call it. Um, all of these hormonal issues impact our brain um, clarity. So, you know, get on a great um, vitamin regime, exercise five days a week, um, meditate, um, eat healthy, lower your sugar and wine intake. All of these things are going to really help you um, with your brain function. Um, and just to continue to live your most vibrant life. And really, our vibrancy happens um, from the inside as much as it happens from the outside. What we do for our brains impacts how we age. So that's why this is so important. Um, You know, study with the Amen Clinic. Go and join their blog Um, they have such great information, such a great blog they put out all the time and, and do, um, if you can, you know, do consider going in to the Amen Clinic for a brain scan like I did. It's fascinating. You'll learn so much and it's going to be very validating too. I mean, I, I felt very, um, happy with my results and also happy with how I can learn to improve my brain health. So, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today, um, unleashing the power of the female brain and igniting the female brain for better energy, better sex, better everything, better health. We don't have to grow old and be old. We can be vibrant no matter what our age is. It just takes tweaking your health, tweaking your diet, and just making it a priority. Just make it a priority. It's worth it. If we have our health, we have our wealth of everything. Thank you so much for listening to this Brain Power series. I want to remind you that we have launched our very first happiness training course off of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Wisdom. And what's so cool about this is that I have finally come to a place where I can watch video of Richard and just smile away. And if you've never seen Richard speak, he's a phenomenal speaker. These, um, this video course that we've launched, um, is really inexpensive. It's only $19.99. And I really hope you go and order one for yourself and your family. It's really, I find it, um, pretty amazing to watch myself, Um, when I feel stressed out, I actually uh, watch it and I actually calm down too. So 
I hope that you um, go and purchase one of those for yourself. And um, just thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Take care and come back again. Thanks for listening. Do you want to lead a better, happier life? Introducing the new You Can Be Happy training course. Learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. Learn more at happinesstrainingcourses.com.